She doesn't even care anything about toys, and she'll play tug of war with puppy. God, ain't that sweet? No, how's that sound? Sounds good. Does it sound? Yep. Normal. Oh. Yeah, sounds good. Um. All right. So I have a kind of a funny story for you guys. Can't wait. Um. So I went to go buy a new phone a few weeks ago. Like, I guess it was like two weeks ago, and I went over to Norton to do it, and. Like the AT and T store there, if you ever get the chance to go, the operation <laughs> they're running over there is pretty funny. <laughs> go tuck that in. It was it's three guys, one of which sits there and does the paperwork at the computer, one of which another of which runs all the errands, like goes and fetches the stuff from the back and brings it up, and he's like the bitch. They just like rag on them the whole time. The- I hate being in that position. <laughs> I've been in that position many times. I, I, getting ganged up on by two. If there's three, you're, you're, at some point oh you're going to get God. ganged up on by the other two. That's true. Are you saying that's what goes on now with this three? Yeah. So you, <laughs> I'm definitely the little bitch. Here. You think you're the little bitch? I've been a little bitch. Do we, all, do we all think we're the little bitch of this operation? Every episode we should have a hat. <laughs> Somebody wears the little bitch hat. <laughs> a little dunce hat and has to record in the corner. <laughs> okay. While the other two just bust their balls. Oh. So... so so yeah, so um, there was the guy, like I said, doing the paperwork and you know filling out all the shit. There was the guy running the errands, and then there was a third guy. He was actually the only one wearing a uniform, but he just sat there and told dirty stories the whole time. Oh my <laughs> god! I bet like I would jokes not. are just like details about a sex life. Both. <laughs> Mostly details about his wow. sex life. Wow. I bet I would not get the same experience. I Probably bet. not. Well, I'll tell you why. So, so this actually this actually uh, makes the story make more sense. So I went in there to buy a new phone. Because um, mine's pretty old. I got like an iPhone 7 or some shit. Yeah, I did too. I just upgraded. Yeah. So like Should I, I get the 12? I got the 11. The 12 was too expensive. I couldn't do it. Y'all ain't. Well, me. So I went in there and I was like, well, what's the difference? Because they got the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Pro Max or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's the difference? And the guy that was telling stories was like, man, the difference is, is that every guy that comes in here driving a big truck leaves with one of the iPhone 12 Max or whatever. And I was like, oh my <laughs> God. He thought you wanted to be a guy with a big truck. Well, I asked him, I was like, why? And he's like, because it makes things look bigger. <laughs> I don't the know camera if that's true on it. A cell phone. Oh, the oh, camera on the it. Camera. You can zoom really far in and stuff. I oh guess. Oh my god! <laughs> he sold. He tried to sell you the new iPhone on better dick pics. Well, it made me question. I was like, Do I look like a guy with a small dick? <laughs> <laughs> and it also you had a whole uh, existential. Crisis. It also yeah it put me in the dilemma because I was like, I can't buy the 12 Max, but because then I'll look like I have a small dick. <laughs> but and I want that extra camera power camera power you want to be able to make a film like a did sean baker make tangerine on one of those yeah or like a steven soderbergh movie yeah terrence is gonna make a film about slime mold with his camera phone well i mean so i couldn't decide what to do yes it's a more because not only yeah yeah you go there and say yeah i'm i'm a filmmaker (laughs) and that's like i need the 12 max not because i have a small dick because i'm a filmmaker Like, sure, buddy. Quite I know what you're thinking. Here. I know what you're thinking, but I'm just a filmmaker. No, it was a dilemma because, yeah, I didn't want the guys to think that I had a small dick. But, yeah, I wanted the better camera power and the more memory space. It's got, mm. it's got bigger memory as well. Yeah. Um, 
So it was a true dilemma. So you had to go with the Android. <laughs> what? <laughs> Android? What? You're no, a green no. text guy. <laughs> God. We couldn't even take the joke. We were so offended. I was not ready to accept that. <laughs> you have ruined our group chats, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, boy. No, wow. I thought it would be funny, though, if I did tell that as the punchline and mm-hmm. let it go. But then someone in public saw me with the iPhone 12 Pro or Max or whatever. And they were oh, like, oh, God. <laughs> So I don't, let me see that. That's not that big. So got, now I should think that if people have a 12 Max, they got a they got little a small dick. dick. <laughs> that's about, yeah. that's, a, that's a good size phone. No, it's, it's, not, it's, not the th- it's not the size of the phone that matters. Okay, it's the, <laughs> it's the, the motion of the... It's the camera power. <laughs> it's the camera power, I guess. Yeah. Tom Ketchup. <laughs> yeah, it's, the mo- it's the motion of the lenses. <laughs> but that guy, though, it was funny because as I sat there like doing all the paperwork and stuff, he was just telling... St- story after he was like well uh you know uh sheila texted me or something like that I'm like man i had it was her my mom. mom yeah <laughs> your mom Likely it was story. literally your mother maybe <laughs> very well maybe i was just tell like you know you ever heard stories that guys tell that you know are not true like oh i had her in the hot tub we do it <laughs> twice a week right here twice a week. I, I tell sex stories that are different you know well. no i don't yeah, I get a call from a friend of mine about every other morning in college, and every every other morning it's like, man, <laughs> I got to tell since you about college he's been keeping this up. No, 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 it's just <laughs> it's just really been heavy in the last couple of months. But it's always like, man, I got to tell you about this chick I took down last night. Oh it's like my we God. it's like took we haven't missed down. a beat. You know what took I mean? Her down. <laughs> Chopped her knees off. <laughs> Murdered her, bro. She's dead, bro. Actually, could you help me bury her body, bro? I'm trying to dissolve it, bro. This chick is the hottest chick I've ever taken down. Has to be number one. It's like, yeah, okay. At, at, at 36, you took down the hottest chick you've ever taken down. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I thought you were gonna tell us a good one about New Mexico. Well, New Mexico, was, New Mexico was pretty fun. Good. Um. Yeah, it was it was pretty fun. We got, got back in on Monday. Went to Tom's house. Tom has the weirdest visitors. <laughs> Seriously, you have the weirdest visitors. While we were there, two bounty hunters came by. Yeah, it's true. Two bounty hunters came. Tom. Uh, yeah. Looking for who? They showed me a picture of this truck and said <laughs> this woman's on the run from California. <laughs> I said I haven't seen that truck. Sorry. <laughs> they just knocked on your door just randomly? Yeah, one of them looked like, um, I don't know how I can put this delicately, but you know the guys, <laughs> like the white guys that wear the flat bills and like the uh, yeah. oversized jean shorts and mm-hmm. like, you know, they like... Listen to Eminem. Well, yeah, 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 totally, totally, <laughs> but looked like, you know, they were in third base in 94 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, one of them was like that, and the other one was like this cock diesel black guy that had uh what he, he had like the like walker texas ranger star like dangling from his neck oh my Truly, god and, a medallion and he had a hat that said like fugitive ca- catcher yeah fugitive what fugitive catcher or something like that yeah. jesus and they just knocked on your door and you answered well i just opened it i didn't know like what was I think, going on yeah we were about to walk outside oh wow they were just <laughs> so i was standing door. right by the door it's not like i could just be like, <laughs> it was me and tom 
and then on the other side of the door was our doppelgangers as bounty hunters. <laughs> what if we would have showed up and just matched their energy? You know what I mean? Wow. I mean, you live in a duplex. Did they knock on the neighbor's door, too? Yeah, I think so. And then I went out about an hour later. They didn't make much progress. I went out an hour later, and they were talking to my next-door neighbor. Jesus. He's he's probably, he's like the kind of liberal that would give them up, though. Yeah. Like, tell him everything he knows about that. Yeah. You know, he's got a, he's a older, white, su- super liberal gentleman with like a uh, koi pond in his backyard. Yeah. So, you know, he was telling, he was dropping by. <laughs> Well, but there's also like a sheriff that comes by your house periodically. You just have the strangest looking for somebody that used to live at my house. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. That's to hear the neighbors tell it. I've never opened the door for this sheriff, but Mm. they do show up periodically. Yeah. I've just never been home when they came home. Yeah. Well, it was a good, it was a good trip. Um, You know, uh, the desert is the place to be, I think. I don't, I mean, it's just, you can see the sun, you mm-hmm. can see the horizon. Mm-hmm. Two things you can't see here. Big sky, <laughs> big old sky out there. Yeah. I used to like to watch, when I lived in Nevada, I used to like to watch thunderstorms, like in the desert. It's pretty neat to yeah. actually see them. You can watch them in the distance. It's really nice, for sure. Um but yeah, no, I don't know. It was a good trip. I don't know. We'll talk about it on the... There's a, there's a specific thing I wanted to talk about on the trip, but I kind of want to save it for the Patreon. Nice. A little content. teaser. Yeah, a little, little bonus content. A little tease. That's right. Um, but yeah, what's up with you guys? Anything interesting happen while it's gone? I heard a fake ambulance was coming to town and mm-hmm. rounding up. <laughs> well, the mayor died. Well, the mayor, yeah, the mayor died. I saw that. R.I.P. J.W. Craft. How was the funeral? It was nice. It was, you know, it was well attended. It was good singing. Um, it was, yeah, it was like, you know, they did they did at the gymnasium, and it was like midday, so, you know, it's like it didn't pack it out or anything. But it was, you know. Well, let me get your all's take on this. Uh, I, I was, multiple people I've talked to in town want uh, his wife to take over. I, I look for something like that to happen. I don't know who would run, like, next, I guess next year. Because she's probably been running it most of this time right i don't know <laughs> but that's what happened in hazard remember when uh gorman died yeah and then oh. gorman took over yeah his wife took over yeah i mean it could i mean i don't know that, that'd probably be the best case scenario the worst case scenario would be as outlined by tom to me yesterday we get a tyrant in there a tyrant imagine, imagine that <laughs> oh well <laughs> it's possible listen i mean it's one thing you say about James Wiley is he he kept there was a well, there was a program you know what I in mean in his old age he was a yes man well he became I, a yes man he's sure we'll try why not yeah but the but also like was never you know one of these fee grabbing ass towns where like you know he actually told the police not to be writing a bunch of speeding tickets or anything like yeah. that you didn't want to but in his old age as a young as a young man he he was pretty bad. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he got debarred. Yeah. He, oh, well. He was a crook from way back. But I will, yeah, in his old days, second, his second family life around, he seemed a lot happier, a lot more chill. Look, like, people are complicated. Listen. You can't judge them by th- uh, four decades of their life. I mean, he'll always be a real one for how he got caught cheating. That's the best, that's the best, that's the best <laughs> caught story I ever heard. Wow. In his office? Was oh, it? no. Oh no! We've told it on here, surely. You don't know what he did. 
Maybe I do. I don't remember. He was at a UK basketball game. Oh, yes. And his wife was yeah. having a party in their house <laughs> watching the game. <laughs> and it, he's on the goddamn kissing cam with his mistress <laughs> in his lap. <laughs> Rip. R.I.P. Pour one out. That's who was running our town's He's administrative. That's awesome. I've got his cell phone <laughs> number. I, and I worry that I won't have the next mayor's cell phone number. No, you won't. He was. Uh, that's. I worry about that, too, just in terms of. <laughs> one time I was talking to him and he couldn't hear a lick. He couldn't hear shit. And he didn't know what I was saying. And he looked at Tom and he said, Do I owe her money? <laughs> <laughs> catch him on a smoke break which he took many smoke breaks a day yeah no he was he was he was good for that that's that's something i think underappreciated is that uh you know we'll uh i'll miss that that kind of yeah. you know what i mean yeah i mean he 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 has yelled at me from well from across two streets before to tell me he did the thing that i asked him to do yeah <laughs> Like, hey, I got that done for you. Yeah. He aimed to please. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the position of mayor in American politics is pretty fascinating. I mean, you can usually get some good... Like, you know, Jerry Springer was a mayor. He's a mayor of Cincinnati. Really? <laughs> Until, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even uh, that. And he uh, made the mistake of signing a check for some services rendered. Uh, <laughs> what what was it? That, that's how he got I think the scandal that really took is he had uh, patronized a sex worker and wrote a check, signed his name to it and oh, from the city. Paid yeah. for it with the city check. I don't know if it's from the city check, I just think he just put his name on the oh. check. Yeah. It may have been from the city, I don't know, but you know. Yeah, um <coughs> I don't know. Yeah, you can get. I mean, because like the position of mayor allows it's, it allows for uh, some idiosyncrasies, some idiosyncratic people to kind of take it. Um, you can be a socialist, like the potential new mayor of Buffalo, or you can be James Wiley Kraft, <laughs> um, <laughs> or you could be a chain smoking. <laughs> you could be Tim Baker. Who's Who, Tim Baker? You know Chuck Norris that ran last time that said his remediation plan for the North Fork was to dump sand in there. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, oh, this brings something up. Okay, one thing that happened since we last talked was uh, my family got together for the first time since the pandemic for Fourth of July. Nice. And it was it was really fun. But my cousin, I found out of many fun cousins, and one of my cousins told me that it's it, we were in Leslie County where they live. He said that he has seen with his own eyes a uh, a forestry service or U.S. something service map detailing how they're going to dam up all of Leslie County <laughs> and make it a lake. <laughs> oh, my God. I wouldn't doubt it. I know. And I was like, damn, dude, I joke about that all the time, how they're just going to make a turn us into a fucking lake for Lexington. So literally, Eastern Kentucky is going to become is going to be used to make Lexington like front, front property. <laughs> Absolutely. And he was like, oh, they already got it wrote up. I've seen it. I've seen it. A lot of people 
said that over yeah. the years. Yeah. Uh, but I thought that was pretty fun. I was in Leslie County today. I went to uh, Gabe's Branch. Oh, did you on the way? Huh? Yeah, well, I came up real early. Oh, is it Leslie County? Yeah. It is technically, yeah. Oh. And then it was over, I went over there, and they, they've totally, instead of like a little off the beaten path, like swimming hole now, they've put it in the damn tourism brochure, the oh, statewide tourism oh, brochure. Fuck. fuck it up. And over there, they got a big sign. They got blazes, all the shit what? now. And they got a big sign that says, don't be a litter bug, and it's like a... a like a little beetle. Oh like my god! Japanese beetle or ladybug Damn. or whatever. I'd love to be able to litter there. It's uh, just without consequence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I can't. So don't be a litter bug. And I looked around. There was about four or five burn piles of trash yeah. that people camped down in there and stuff. And it's like, man, dude, that sucks. Just so they got a big parking up. lot now and everything. It's not really a parking lot. They ain't really done nothing to the road. It was hard to get up in there. But man, it was fucking annoying. It's like. And there were people there. I was like, ugh. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about riding over there. My little place. A couple weeks. So it's on the Harlan-Leslie line? I didn't realize it was that far in there. On the Leslie side, yeah. It's not that far. It's on about an hour from here. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Well, uh, speaking of mayor, all right. I kind of had something I wanted to do today. But we can actually... Oh, that was my phone that was ringing. So yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what the hell, I don't know what that noise is. <laughs> i figured this thing out yet. <laughs> um, we haven't done a, well, we'll save it for a little bit later. We haven't done a Brett and Gail in a long time. We haven't. Somebody sent me a pretty good speaker piece. Have you seen speaker piece? For this week? Yeah. I did, I, yeah, I read it this week. Someone uh, took the opportunity to use the collapse of that miami condo that's the one i got <laughs> the one I oh text my message. god you want to hear like i give it to tom yeah, let, him let read tom it. read it off have you seen this no oh. it was one of the only good ones there wasn't a lot of good ones this oh, week buckle up, buddy. <laughs> oh boy <laughs> so fucking ridiculous <laughs> condolences to the families in florida who lost their loved ones when the building fell the foundations of all those buildings need to be checked. Reminds me of the foundations in our churches. <laughs> <laughs> they need to figure out what they're built of and what they stand on. Is it the gospel truth? <laughs> is it built on rock or is it built on sand? Or do they welcome me into those churches? God bless America, but the building in Florida isn't the only one in danger of falling. God <laughs> oh, damn. Holy shit. The stretch. This absolute maniacal. I love that. That is a, that is maybe the best pivot <laughs> in history, though. And just get up. And that ain't the only of. building whose foundations need to be checked. So do our churches. Someone tried. Someone absolutely tried to pass that off for a sermon on a Sunday morning. Oh. <laughs> or just trying to make, just trying to fit that into. These current events preachers, yeah, they try to just they see a news item and think, how can I relate this to how the church is actually? <laughs> Has the church ever been doing good? <laughs> Not according to the church. Like an endless well of contents, just how the church is like falling away and uh-huh. that everything's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been to church when they were like, everything's good in the world today. Because they need you to be paying for the afterlife. <laughs> That's true. Christians love those kinds of symbols like houses being washed away on a sandy beach or something. <laughs> yeah yeah 
My fa- at my church, it was they'd see one of these buildings that got the foundation up, but they just quit, you know, working mm-hmm. on it and yeah. been sitting there for a few months. They'd always work at it into one of the sermons. God. What did it feel like? The body of Christ is, and today's church is, <laughs> I kept building over on Line Fork. They just started building. <laughs> Got the foundation up. That's it. But this one is especially interesting because like 150 people died or something, right? Like an yeah, insane amount like, of people yeah. died. Was it that many? Well, the morning after there was like one person died and, and everybody was like, ah. Oh. And then like the more they're uncovering, it's like just more and more people. Yeah, maybe that, I don't know. I, I, how, I, it got, how do you see that? And the whole, everybody didn't die in that. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those stories that if it was at any other... I mean, that's interesting because like, you would think that like, in, if something like that had happened in the Trump years, it would kind of go down the memory hole really fast. But like in Biden years, like news is pretty slow. It's not like as crazy as it was. Yeah. And it's still kind of just... Well, we're still desensitized to the impact, though, but things are moving slower. Right. Like we're, This doesn't register as like a big tragedy or anything right now with us because we were just used to... And <clears throat> Biden had a bananas quote about it. You see what he said? <laughs> oh, Absolute maniacal. He said, this is a great opportunity for us to show how, how together we are as a nation or something crazy like that. <laughs> this is a great opportunity. That's what he said about an elder, <laughs> an elder care, an elder home Bunch facility. people his age dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Collapsing. Like, so even if you didn't die... The trauma of that. I'm sure there's tons of injuries. Like good 36 God. deaths so far. So far, they said one at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Or I know. I guess it's 46. 46 deaths so far. But don't forget to build your foundation on solid ground. Solid gospel. Solid gospel. Jesus. But it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like when Tom and I went over to the Harlan County coal blockade and that guy had brought all those... That was really weird. He printed out photos of stuff he had seen on Facebook of, like, <laughs> clouds in the sky. That you remember looks... that? He had one Polaroid oh, that was clearly doctored, and he had it in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> no. And he pulled it out, that... and he said, he said, yeah. he presented it as, like, this was going to blow our mind. No. He, he said. Pulled, he pulled a deep fake out of a plastic bag. <laughs> yeah. He said. He said. He said. No. He said. He said. He said. He said, I haven't showed many people this. I've had it since 94. <laughs> he got, the, except he had it on him. At a, had, not at his home, but at a He had it in a, a Ziploc rally. <laughs> he unzipped the bag. And he pulled it out. And it was clearly like a doctored <laughs> picture. Like somebody had put an angel in the corner. Oh, You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, what it was, it looked like a... It was a cloud formation that looked like an angel. Yeah. But yes, he pulled a deep fake oh out of a plastic bag. Oh my god, that's incredible! <laughs> How am I just hearing about this? Uh, that was such a crazy event. So many weird things happened <laughs> so at that many. that it, things got buried. It's yeah, it's like as an archaeologist, you could just uncover all the layers and like find oh something my weird. God, I love that. I love old people printing <laughs> off internet pages. I love it so. Oh much. man, this was like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was good. such a that was such a strange thing. And I, me and Tom were just like, "Oh yeah, that's crazy." I looked at him. I said, we "I went said, along with it. I said, makes you think." <laughs> <laughs> like we weren't gonna like call it. I don't gonna blow a spot yeah, yeah, up, yeah. man. This is how mm. you two placate me too. You're like, Whoo, "Wow, 
I say stuff I think is just all just out there off the wall. And you're like, wow. That's true. <laughs> I was I was the same say, shit to me. That's crazy. I wasn't Tanya. gonna say, hey, you dumb bastard. That's clearly Photoshop. <laughs> I don't have it in me to to correct somebody on something like that, including you. <laughs> I'm just wow, Tanya. <laughs> How about that? He just cuts it out in editing, and I never know the difference. I never know. Completely oblivious. <laughs> never. Huh. I actually don't. There's I can't here's, at all. Here's, here's my classic tiny smile. Huh, that's wild. That's <laughs> crazy, man. Nuts. Oh, wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. Yeah. I'm going to start packing around memes in my wallet. <laughs> that's what I'm about to start doing. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Just anal- analog, memes. Me- analog memes. Just whip it out and be like, have you seen this one? <laughs> yeah, and it's just like the latest thing going around, but you've printed it out for the Dairy yeah. Queen boys. Yeah. Or you know how <clears throat> a big thing on the internet is, oh, I'm having a bad day. Send me a pic of your pets. I just start printing out other people's pets, and I just roll out one of those granny fucking... Ask me about yeah. my pets. <laughs> I just it's roll just... them all out. I'm like, this, this is all my friends. <laughs> all my friends, dogs, and cats. Well, there was an obituary for a dog in the newspaper this week. What? In the speaker piece section. Oh, like they they got a picture of it and everything. They got a picture in the speaker piece. Of, no, it wasn't in speaker piece. It was next to the speaker piece section, next to the obituaries. Oh. So a dog made it almost to the obituaries. Amazing. It was a grand dog. They were like it survived by its grand puppies. <laughs> Survived by its grand puppies. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm not. Oh man, Sister Omi is a lot on content this week. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream the other day. Well, I guess we were talking about it in the car, and I dreamed about it later that we bought the Mountain Eagle, and I just oh remember God. firing <laughs> Sam Adams, and then just that's all I remember about it. That's funny. Yeah, because so me and Tom have been talking a lot about about that lately. And I, I think it's because yesterday Tom pointed out to me all the various like tendrils leading back to Solomon Branch in Whitesburg, like all, out into That's the wild. world, in, out into the world, like all the various things that have happened in the world because of Solomon Branch right outside of Whitesburg, Kentucky. Um, like across from Dairy Queen? Across from the old yeah, Dairy Queen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On this holler, let me explain to you. <laughs> So if you've been listening to this program and you thought, oh, this is cute, but I have no connection to <laughs> this little place, you couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> okay. In one of these, we are all connected to it. Every man, woman, and Everybody that has ever lived in the history of the world. <laughs> from the beginning. From the beginning. The and that will exist is connected to Solomon Branch. Jesus so Christ. growing up on Solomon Branch in the same era. You had all in the same time period. Best friends growing up, okay. <laughs> well, not maybe not best friends growing up, but like like the movie October Sky. Oh my! But God. for Solomon. Oh Beach. my God! So you know the Webb brothers. Yeah. They developed Lex yeah. and Houston, Texas. If you're out there listening to Houston, Texas, if you uh, you know you had a close call when the hurricane hit and the city was flooding, you couldn't get out. <laughs> you got Solomon Branch in Whitesburg to thank for that in a way. I didn't know they had developed Houston. Yeah, they developed Houston. Big t- I mean, all over the country, big time development. Wow. Yeah, other cities too. I don't know which, but so they all they grew up on Solomon Branch, and also growing up on Solomon Branch, Benny Bentley, who firebombed the Mountain Eagle. <laughs> Wait, backtrack for just a second. The Webb brothers also left a massive hole in the city of Lexington <laughs> for oh, years yeah. and years and years. The pit. And years. 
Yeah. yeah. They've just now filled with the Marriott or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for a long time, it was dicey what they were going to do with that. They called it... Uh, it was just a big skate ditch, basically. Like I had a snowball fight in there. Like we people were all the time doing like uh, what do they call it when they do dances, flash mob. They yeah. were like flash mobbing. Mm-hmm. I did a yeah. snowball fight, flash mob when I lived there for yeah. a short time. Well, what was funny is it's been like twelve. They years always ago. say the Webb brothers as if one of them is still alive. One died decades ago, but they still <laughs> call him the. Web- <laughs> but they still like even from the grave he gets <laughs> they the didn't shit. Drop that, the S. Yeah, yeah, just too much to think about. Uh, well, then also Benny Bentley, who, uh, you know, was works at the fire department now, but a, as a teenager did firebomb the Mountain Eagle. Wait, but, he's not in jail? No, he's assistant fire chief. <laughs> <laughs> you heard that right. The guy who firebombed the Mountain Eagle is now assistant fire chief. <laughs> Excuse me? He didn't even do, he only did like six months for that. Okay. That, I he, he, I don't think he did that. I, I think, I, I think, think the, right. the issue didn't press charge. I think right? he right. firebombed <laughs> the newspaper and went on to be fire chief. Hey, no, 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 he's not fire chief, but he's like, you know, he's like got the uniform. He's like an officer in the fire department. Uh-huh. <laughs> he did it because uh, actually a cop hired him to do it. Yeah. Johnny Cottle. Honest Johnny Cottle. The, oh, a cop hired him to do it because the God. Mountain Eagle was reporting on police brutality here. Because, like, the cops were going around, like, beating up teenagers. They would shoot kids. They shot a guy in the leg. Like, shoot to harm. A 16-year-old. Jesus Christ. But anyways, the Mountain Eagle was kept reporting about it. And so a cop hired uh, Benny and a few other kids to firebomb the Mountain Eagle. He must have. He was probably, like, 19 at the yeah, time. He was, yeah, I, I he was really young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the eagle just didn't press charges. He's a no, mensch. Tom, Tom Gish was yeah, a mensch. He was a he yeah. was a real one. Yeah, didn't press charges. Then, of course, the fourth person that grew up in Solomon <laughs> was Austin Napier, <laughs> co-inventor of the hydron collider. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So that's how all of us are connected. The guy who helped discover what is it, the Higgs boson, or the something? Higgs boson particle. <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying. It's all from the foundations of the earth. What? Yeah. 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 The guy that (laughs) discovered that is from Whitesburg, grew up on Solomon. Jesus. That's right. Dr. Austin Nape. (laughs) So, yeah. So, one group of friends. One was a... What? 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 Arsonist. (laughs) Two were developers. One was a particle theorist. One, yeah. One... identified the particle that imparts mass to I mean there's another girl who grew up on Solomon who went to fly in Mark Zuckerberg's jet many times (laughs) really yeah really Anna Richardson Anna yeah no Anna I guess also, this would have been also roommates in college with Jennifer Conley from that movie Blood Diamond. Yeah, she she interned for Harry Weinstein, Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And now I think she runs Instagram. Damn. Yeah. Why can't we can't get a goddamn blue check and Yeah. We got that we're that close. Yeah, the person running Instagram grew up on Solomon. I'll be goddamn. <laughs> what is it about this little holler? <laughs> we also got a Bengals cheerleader. <laughs> Who else we got? Her husband runs Uber. Uh, I wouldn't The Bengals cheerleader? <laughs> no. Yeah, the Bengals no. cheerleader. <laughs> no. A Bengals cheerleader. That's believable. Well, well, we, uh, Lutcher County has a lot to be proud about, if you think about it. Gary Stewart, of course, famously. Of course. She's acting single, I'm drinking doubles. 
Bobby Bear, who sang Kick Me Jesus Through the Goalposts of Life, went here through the fifth grade. <laughs> who else? Uh, well, we do. John Fox Jr., who wrote Little Shepherd of Kingdom Come, which was a New York Times bestseller and later became a movie starring Chill Wheels. Of course, Harry Cottle. Harry Cottle. Famous eugenics. <laughs> also, 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 <clears throat> Martin Van Buren Bates and his wife, the world's tallest couple, lived here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anna Swan was her name. <clears throat> I don't want to just call her the Martin wife. Van Buren Bates' wife. She was seven foot eleven. God damn. Canada, Amazing. Well, nobody stares. <laughs> well, the guy who set the rushing record in the NFL Super Bowl is from my hometown, Timmy Smith. And we had a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader who was on that show. They did a sh- reality TV show about uh-huh. the Dallas Cowboys, I Cowboys cheerleaders. Jordan Chanley, she was on there. Nice. Also, you got Ryan Bingham. You got Ryan Bingham. Singer yeah. Ryan Bingham. Yeah. Um, there's a, oh, we, uh, what's his name? Who, uh, I guess he was originally from Pike County, who did the toy drive. Oh, um, Marlo Tech. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Marlo's pretty, pretty famous. I love Marlo. <laughs> the holler Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, also, that jet pilot. That oh, Francis Gary Powers. That's interesting. Francis well, Gary Powers. That well, is there's a, a there's a woman, a lesbian, who went on to Amy be McGrath. like a jet. <laughs> 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 Yeah, no. Senator Amy McGrath. <laughs> She's from McGrath. I can't Watts remember Burn. her name. That is an interesting thing. Yeah, Francis Gary Powers being from. Uh, Letcher County. Extremely, I don't want to borrow a subliminal jihad <laughs> phrase, but extremely sus. Pretty sus. Yeah. <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Lord have mercy. God, I could go on and on. Harmony Korean's dad lived here for a little while. Wow. As did a young Harmony. I think someone needs to make that movie, though. Solomon Branch 4. All the various ways they go. <laughs> like October yeah. Sky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, set it up. You have to. No, it, it ain't October Sky. You have to set it up like now and then. Because you follow them. Yeah, like actually. Now and, then. now and then. What is About it? About the four girls. I'm not seeing it. What? <laughs> <laughs> you could start this movie, actually. You could start it in the pit in Lexington. Like, that could be yeah, the opening shot. <laughs> <laughs> Span out. Or. Because it's also a commentary on the Hadron Collider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is is everything nothingness? That is Jesus. True. <laughs> is it an abyss? Or is there meaning? Man, that Hadron Collider was a big story that summer. It's like summer 2012, remember? Yeah, they thought that it was going to like open up a portal to another dimension or something. And, and suck uh, us who, into who's hole. to say it didn't? <laughs> I mean, yeah, truly. And, wasn't that, and they thought the end of the Aztec calendar? There was a lot going on yeah, in 2012. Is that yeah. John Cusack movie? Why were they running the Hadron Was Collider? that Cusack? Yeah, it was. But, and Roland Emmerich, the guy who made oh, Independence right. Day, yeah. made that movie. What movie? 2012. 2012. Oh. About the end of the calendar. Oh, I haven't seen the movie. That was much ado about nothing. I just or, or, lived or, or was it? it? Or was it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, you could make the argument that everything got really... Real weird since really then. Really weird since then. Absolutely. Yeah, we, yeah, like whose decision was it to run the Hadron Collider the same year that the Mayan calendar ended? Like, that was pretty What's dicey. What's the Hadron Collider? What are you even saying? Tanya, it would take two. <laughs> we have to give you the whole history of particle theory. <laughs> Frankly, I'm not <laughs> credentialed to do that, and I don't have the time. <laughs> I'm not doing your research, okay? Yeah. 
I don't have to educate. Unpaid I, it's labor. not my job to educate you. It's oh not my, my edu- job to educate <laughs> uh, queer white women on I'm all sorry, particle theory. Me. Okay. It is, excuse me. It is my birth month, and I'm to be respected in my own home. <laughs> this is officially Trillbilly season. July. <laughs> August, August, September. September you're right. It's Trillbilly season, <laughs> and I'll have my dues right now. Thank you. I'm sorry. In any way that you all want to celebrate your birthdays coming up, yeah. you have to start by celebrating mine that way. Yeah. So go ahead and start thinking about Great how you want to celebrate me. I have to say, limoncello is nice. That's the best. <clears throat> I got the best LaCroix on the market. <laughs> okay. <sighs> you did until Terrence brought the hibiscus. No, that's mine. I brought some. That's mine. Question, I didn't bring qu- that. Questionable. It's mine. <laughs> Um, I brought the Cheez-Its. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so what the hell did he bring over here? <laughs> no, that's a pretty good contribution. Cheez-Its turn up any party. I fucking love Cheez-Its. Okay, if you're going to a party and you don't know what to take, here, you either take Cheez-Its or a jar of pickles. Everybody loves Cheez-Its. Bottle of wine. Can't go wrong. Bottle of pickles. Bottle of wine. Yeah. Anything fermented, brined, or, or just cheesy. Cheez-Its. <laughs> just <laughs> you're Cheez-Its. Gonna, you're going to win. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, let's... Let's let's check in on uh, Brett and Gail. Oh God! So they had a they had a conversation this week, but it wasn't that good. It was about like I don't know. It left the, much the to Solomon be Four. <laughs> it was about the Solomon Four. Um, but this one is more about I don't really understand this whole Mike Pence thing that they're talking about. So this will actually be my first time really hearing about it. But this one has some good mayoral content in it. They oh, talk I haven't about, heard Mike Pence's name in a while. Yeah. So run for mayor of Indianapolis. Oh, God. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's going to go in and run for mayor of South Bend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. To troll. Back-to-back gay mayors. <laughs> <laughs> so progressive, little South Bend. <laughs> um. Okay, so yeah, let's check in on Gail and Brett. We gotta set this Shit, conversation. Shit, it's got the paywall up. Um, you can use my phone if you want. Hit the X real fast. I got it. Reload. I did it. Yeah, okay, yeah, I got yeah. it. Don't give it away. Don't <laughs> <laughs> find out. They don't. They don't know by now. <laughs> um, this one is called the Mike Pence Saga. Tells us more than we want to know. Oh God! Um, this is the June twenty eighth, two thousand twenty one version of the conversation. Um, let's set this one at. Let's set it. Let's set it in Hall- Solomon Branch. You're Gail and Brett. 1967. <laughs> We're gonna go in time using that back in time using the Hadron Collider. Okay. To have this conversation in the year 1973, the year that the Mountain Eagle was firebombed. <laughs> we could have stopped it, but Brett didn't want to. And yeah, uh, yeah, Gail actually. Well, anyways. Gail talks in one of her recent conversations about how her dad like sold fireworks or something like that. So <clears throat> I don't know. Kind of an interesting. How corn fed of her. That's right. Um, so anyways, yeah, we're in Solomon Branch. It's in the year 1973. Gail and Brent, they're talking about Mike Pence. They're talking about mayoral candidates in the left. Um, scene action. Go for it. Uh, hi, Gail. I was hoping to pick up where we left off last week with the New York City mayoral primary and our new ranked choice voting system. Assuming Eric Adams holds on to his lead, what do you think his win will say about the state of the city and of the Democratic Party? Brett, this is why I love conversing with you. (laughs) 
I've been here in Republicans. A, a normal how? thing people say. Yeah, I love conversing with you guys. You know what I love about this? They clearly just email some lines back and forth. And they print this up, and these people make, make a boku money. Absolutely. I mean, this is definitely done over Slack. <laughs> this is absolutely done over Slack. <laughs> Oh, I've been hearing Republicans howl about the negotiations with Joe Biden on spending, and I was dreading a discussion on that subject. Biden gets out a little over his skis with a dumb remark, publicly admits he screwed up, pledges to keep his word on a bipartisan bill. Imagine that. Well, the city election is definitely a more interesting topic, and I, I can see why Eric Adams intrigues you. He's a black former police officer who ran on his crime-fighting skills. <laughs> you sound like a Marvel character. Yeah, like, he's, like he's goddamn spider. Politically, he's a moderate, by New York standards anyway. And talking with his supporters after the vote, I did get the impression that some were most concerned with blocking off Maya Wiley. Is that how you say her name? I think so, yeah. The only real lefty with a chance of winning. Um, there's an ad. How many fucking people are running for New York City mayor? There was like f- seven or eight, Ooh. In- including one guy named Paperboy Prince. That's who <laughs> I was pulling for. Paperboy! <laughs> Paperboy. Paperboy. Um, yeah, you got a little more, yeah, though, you got yeah. a little more Gail. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> Sorry. Of course, while the left was getting bad news in New York City, regular Buffalo Democrats were discovering their longtime mayor had lost the primary to a black female socialist. Hoping to hear a lot more discussion about India Walton as we slowly make our way through this political year. That's the most passive-aggressive thing. Hoping to hear a lot more discussion about her. (laughs) That's just like... Yeah, not hoping to hear more from her. Hoping to hear more people talk about her. Yeah, oh, totally. Right, you're right. Don't want to hear from you. (laughs) Want to hear gossip about you, want to hear people talk about you. I want to hear more about your welfare (laughs) queenship. Nothing is for sure yet in New York City. Thanks to our new uh, preferential voting system, we may not get the final word on who won the primary for ages. But if it's Adams, it could send a cheerful message to people like Chuck Schumer, who's up for re-election next year. There's been speculation about whether Schumer might be challenged by a progressive. New system or not, I still don't understand why it should take forever to know the results of a municipal election. But I'll be happy if Adams holds on to his lead for lots of reasons. You should flip a coin. Like the famous Whitesburg, Kentucky 2000. Sacagawea Quarter. 12. <laughs> I, listened, I listened to that on the AM radio. God, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> uh, one good reason to cheer an Adams victory is that it would demonstrate yet again that the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez left doesn't represent the Democratic base. Defund the police is not a working class interest. I, Jesus. I want to intervene or interject here and just for just a second. It like it's interesting to see so when people first started saying this, like I was like, okay, I guess I can Defund see the police or when people first started saying <laughs> <laughs> when they first started saying this exact line that uh defund the police is not a working class interest, that it's not popular, that it's divisive. Because you know, they started saying it right before the election last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's interesting though now to see people parrot that. Like, it's it it is that way because they say it's that way. Like these people have absolutely no 
knowledge or actual connection to working class communities. Well, so I, I want to make a parallel to, but I, I think we might get into your piece you wrote for the Baffle this week, maybe in the in the Patreon or something. But I don't even think this actually made it off the cutting room floor. Maybe you didn't include it in that piece, but you had told me about interviewing certain liberals, and you do touch on it in the piece about like how they went in cheerleading. You know, like like yeah, the sort of punitive nature of like the opioid crisis or whatever and that kind of i mean i think there's like a parallel to be drawn here because like affluent liberals are the ones that say defund the police is not a working class demand like they're the arbiters of of working class thought because they belong to the same party that the working class has historically voted for or whatever. right 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 yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it, to them in their minds it gives them some sort of like mouthpiece yeah. like right yeah but it's like it's just they just made that up they have absolutely no empirical data or evidence to support no it. evidence they, they just, just know they want their property protected <laughs> by this paramilitary right. force that we all put the bill for right uh yeah but having unarmed trained mediators who could respond to complaints like family fighting might get a good response <laughs> You know, I used to think that was a good idea. Then several of our readers explained to me that family altercations are often violent and require more than a social worker. So he's never packed an ass whooping from a cousin, I see. You know what? People have explained it to me now. Somebody told me. Seems as if, though, that sometimes these can get violent. They can get carried away. And he's just shitting on social workers for real. Most family altercations require more than a social worker. It's an honestly amazing admission. Yeah. Yeah, several readers have explained to me that family altercations can be violent. Jesus. (laughs) It's like, if you've not had to hogtie a drunk uncle, what what kind of (laughs) life do you live? Yeah. Have you ever seen a violent family altercation that was handled by other family members, uh, not I, look, armed I'm, militias? I'm not getting into this because Tom and I got into this two weeks ago. Oh, we, about we, getting your ass whipped. <laughs> <laughs> we spent 48 hours getting screamed at for uh, mentioning for, that. For admitting y'all not, both I got your asses whipped. I will not even float the possibility that family violence happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to, yes, I'm not even going to. Getting back to working class interests. Blocking Amazon and the thousands of jobs it would have brought to Queens was not pro-worker. Nor does it help the working class (laughs) to deny parents who can't afford to send their kids to Dalton. The school... Wait, hold on a second. Nor does it help the working class to deny parents who can't afford to send their kids to Dalton the school choice they need when it comes to getting a better education for their children. The public school issue is so important and so complicated, (laughs) Brett. You want to make sure it's always open to reform and improvement. Still, you don't want to create a system that allows canny parents to get... To get terrific options for their own kids while reducing public pressure for all-around quality education. But go on. My bottom line is that democratic socialism might be cool with pampered NYU undergrads, but it isn't going to help people who aren't partying in Washington Square Park. So hooray for Adams and all middle-of-the-road Democrats. In the meantime, our mutual friend Donald Trump is on the rally circuit again. Wow. I watched a speech over the weekend. I guess it was a sort of return to national politics. Trump's been off the trail since January. When his attempt to convince the world he didn't lose the election led to... <laughs> when his attempt... Led to a bloody riot. 
a bloody riot. <laughs> when his attempt to convince the world he didn't lose the election led to a bloody riot. <laughs> no violence this time. In fact, the whole thing was one big snooze. Hard to imagine him really making a comeback, but also hard to imagine who'd be coming next. Can't really picture a president, Mike Pence. You know, I probably spend more time thinking about Mike Pence than I ought to, <laughs> given my high blood pressure. Interesting, Brett. Very interesting. <laughs> you know, I probably spend more time thinking about Mike Pence than I ought to, given that I'm a married man. <laughs> Very interesting. He reminds me of Mr. Collins, the unctuous clergyman in Pride and Prejudice. Who's always bowing and scraping to the overbearing, tasteless, talentless Lady Catherine DeBoer, who he lords it over the Bennett family, while he lords it over the Bennett family because he stands to inherit their estate. Great reference, honestly. Alternatively, Pence could be a character out of Dickens with some ridiculous name like Wackford Squeers or Mr. Pumblechook. Great. Oh, man. Wow. Great analogies, Brett. <laughs> Just Gail, just wow, <laughs> regaled. She's been regaled. Plus, it is indeed possible you spend more time thinking about Pence than you ought to. Here's a guy who makes his career on the moral majority wing of the Republican Party until he hitches his wagon to the most immoral man ever to win a big ticket presidential <laughs> nomination. Phyllis Schlafly decided to elope with Larry Flint. Deciding to elope with Larry Flint would have made more sense. Oh, my God. Then, more great references. Oh, Brett. man. He's just he's all over the cultural references. Uh, then Pence spends four years as the most servile, toadying, obsequious, uh, obsequious, fawning, head-nodding, yes-sirring, anything-you-say boss, vice president in history. He'll do anything for Trump's love, but not as the singer Meatloaf might have said. <laughs> Attempt to steal the presidential election in broad daylight. No, he won't do that. Oh, my God. I had lived a little of that. <laughs> <laughs> For this, Trump rewards Pence by throwing him to a mob, which tried to hunt him down and hang him. But even now, Pence can't get crosswise with his dark lord, so the idea of him ever taking the party in an anti-Trump fashion direction... What am I... Duh. So the idea of him ever taking the party in an anti-Trump direction seems like a fantasy. It's the air of Solomon Branch. It's getting to you, Brian. Oh, it's all right. Yeah, it's, it's the firebomb it's right. smoke. Right, right. You've convinced me that Pence is too much of a wimp to rebel. But you can never tell. Look what happened to Mitt Romney. Well, unlike Pence, Romney's a true Christian with actual principles. As for Nikki Haley, I just, Mormon? are Mormon Christians? I guess. Yeah. I guess I'd never thought of it like Mormon. Uh, uh, is it a sect of Christianity? I guess it it's, is. I would file it under apostate Christianity. I mean, they do have the most badass Christian belief, which is that they think Jesus Christ came to North America. So, pretty tight, really? They honestly. do? <laughs> yes. Incredible. Yeah. I would say that John Q. Christian does not consider Mormons Christians. Yeah, you're right. But also, John Q. Christians doesn't consider Catholics, Christian. Catholics either, or <laughs> yeah, I also have some interesting views about our Jewish friends. But <clears throat> as for Nikki Haley, I just don't see her winning the Republican nomination. She's just not Trumpy enough. My bet is on the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, with Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina as his best presidential nominee. 
Crazy? Crazy? Oh, <laughs> God. What a combo. I hear there's a Ron Be Gone movement in Florida. Maybe they can combine it with a Tim Don't Get In or just not Scott. Yeah, just get, <laughs> dropping just... napalm on these ho- hoes. Yeah, just... fucking them up, man. Damn. Yeah. Don't give a fuck. You know, DeSantis is a very shrewd guy. You know, he's made a point of staying close to Trump, personally. And he's also been very good at baiting the media. His handling of the pandemic was better than most liberals will ever give him credit for. Okay, I just want to point this out. <laughs> this, I just want to point this out. <laughs> the man had spring break 2020. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally. That was like March. I, watched, I watched a news story that said every spring breaker in Florida could be responsible for a viral chain that could cause 80,000 infections, every single one. And this man said, you know, we have to return to normal four weeks (laughs) into the pandemic. (laughs) Also, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it Florida where they they arrested that woman who had worked in the Florida state government who was, like, tracking their COVID database? That was in Florida, right? May have been. May have been. I'm, I'm almost. I'm like ninety-five positive. Oh <laughs> Better than most liberals will ever give him credit for. <laughs> because unlike Andrew, I'm still standing Cuomo. He made a point of protecting nursing homes. Oh my god. Yeah, Rebecca Jones, Florida agents raid home of Rebecca Jones, former state data set. Yeah. Because she oh. was clocking the COVID numbers. Yeah, she's she worked for the. But because DeSantis was a little better on nursing homes, (laughs) he deserves all the credit in the world. (laughs) With Scott on the ticket, he could also peel off some of the black vote. Jesus, (laughs) they're (laughs) diseased. Or at least make white suburban voters feel comfortable about voting for a GOP ticket that progressives will inevitably attack as racist. Of course, none of this will stop Trump from turning on DeSantis if he decides to run again in 2024. And I have to assume there are skeletons in the governor's closet. In the words of the Immortal Beatles song, everybody's got something to hide except me and my monkey. Jesus. Just good. Right now, the only thing we're thinking about in DeSantis' state is the terrible condo collapse near Miami. There are going to be lots of questions about how that disaster came to be and the government's role in ensuring public safety. We're also thinking about that over here on Solomon Branch, specifically in relation to churches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, it's so heartbreaking. I have my own memories of what it's like from having lived through the... (laughs) From having lived through the, uh, um, how you say, uh, the earthquake in uh, Distrito Federal. There is no fucking way Brett, like, experienced a, a fraction of a fraction if he even was in Mexico City in he 1980. Grew up, he grew up a little bit there, right? I think he did, right. But there's no way that he experienced He that, literally like, says, I have my own memories of what it's like. Oh, <laughs> uh, who could have forgot? Absolutely insane. But, like, the way he, I'm just saying, like, the way he words this. Go ahead. Like, the way he words this, he, he does... He is careful not to say, I witnessed people dying in the earthquake or I was scared. He's saying, I have my own memories of what it's like from having lived through the Mexico earthquake, which killed thousands of people and flattened a lot of buildings in the vicinity of my dad's office, is what he says. Interesting omissions. Hard to think of a more awful way to go. 
But I'd hate to see the issue politicized. Buildings collapse in cities and states run by Democrats, too. Like that Hard Rock Hotel in New Orleans a couple years ago. Which, mind you, they were building. <laughs> You're right. They, it did not, it did, they did not build it and it collapsed. It collapsed <laughs> in the middle of them building it. Which is not good. I'm not saying that. But that's very different than moving people into a facility and then it collapsing on them. Right, and it's also weird because like New Orleans might be run by a Democrat, but the state of Louisiana is run by like just in the most insane, like you know, it's like Bobby Jindal for a while. I don't know if he's. I yeah. don't think he's also mob. <laughs> I hate to say collapsing infrastructure be used to discuss collapsing infrastructure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's absolute insanity. But good point, says Gail. You will remember DeSantis is also the guy who's been fighting against vaccine requirements on cruise ships. <laughs> Sounds like an unreasonable government restriction on private enterprise trying to make the rules for what's allowed on their premises. By the way, I'm increasingly of the view that <laughs> Medicare and health insurance companies should refuse to underwrite treatment for any non-vaccinated people who wind up getting sick. People who take unreasonable private risks should be, shouldn't be allowed to socialize the cost of consequences. What do you think? When said unvaccinated people get sick, they're going to need medical care, which, if they're uninsured and of low income, is going to have to be taken care of by the taxpayer unless the hospitals are directed to refuse to admit the unvaccinated critically ill. That is like, honestly, that's like some like uh, William F. Buckley, let's uh, tattoo HIV patients. That is a shit. Yeah, it is very, a very niche. We should not treat people. Yeah. If who, they have not, that's been, like, yeah. If they've not been vaccinated, if you show up sick, you should be treated, Jeez. regardless of how, why, mm. whatever. You know, what we I mean? don't need any more evidence to prove we have the sickest, nastiest. But it's even ev- it's most evil health system. But it's got an, an added layer of inhumanity to it because it's like that. That statement in and of itself would be batshit insane if we had a universal healthcare system. But we don't. Right, so, right, right, so right. Like, it, like, add on top of that the fact that the system is already... Is, yeah, is so fucking <laughs> it really, satanic. It's, it's worse than systems in poor countries where they don't have what they need. Like, they don't right. have a system. They don't have it to give people. Right, right. It's worse here. We have enough, <laughs> more than enough, to, to medicate everybody ten fucking times. Yeah. We have enough to vaccinate everybody four times. And we refuse to them. We ref- we do refuse people in emergency rooms. Even it that is it's such an insanely niche position to take. But it's just like something that you that only a pundit who makes way too much money and is not connected in any way to things that happen in the real world could yeah. cook up. Yeah, like the William Buckley thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> True, though my scheme would only apply to anti-vaxxers who refuse to get a vaccine. Not those who just didn't have access to it. Okay, what's the what's, what's the difference? What's the how, fucking how gonna, difference? It's like you're you're what's like the litmus test you're making here? punitive intent. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. The bottom line is people are vulnerable to this virus, whether access or through you know uh, convinced by some Facebook post they're going to yeah get no, cancer look, from wait the wait read, read the rest of this read the rest of this paragraph. This is insane. This is amazing. Go for it, Tom. It's never going to happen for the same reason that we're probably not going to deny coverage for lung cancer patients because they happen to be (laughs) ex-smokers. 
Read the next sentence. But I just wish we lived in a country where being willfully dumb was a little more costly. Like it's already so. I mean, like living here is so. Being poor here is the is the most expensive thing that you can do in America is be poor. I, yes, that's absolutely. literally the most expensive thing you can do in this country is be fucking poor. I would love to stick this fucking cocksucker through a fucking just his head through a fucking <laughs> meat grinder. We not get through one of these without threatening to kill both of them. <laughs> <laughs> not, not one yet. <laughs> we, we threaten their lives every single time. <laughs> this, this is all parody. I'm the director. Yeah, 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 These two yeah, are yeah. actors. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're paid Thank actors. Thank you for the actor studio. I'm a paid crisis uh, actor. In fact, central casting here. <laughs> oh my god, that is so Woo. fucking psychotic. I just wish we lived in a country where being willfully oh dumb was a little god. more costly. Read the Gale, <gasps> read Gail's line. Make being willfully dumb a little more costly. I think you've got a campaign slogan, Brett. Don't not let- not not <laughs> you're fucking sick in the head, man. Wow, that's well, like you got goes, something. It just goes to show you the extent to which this is a parlor room debate. Uh, Literally. Yeah. Debate. Don't let Mike Pence get his hands on it. <laughs> uh, that's how they wound this out. <laughs> How did the New York Times print this, you guys? I don't know how many times I've said that out loud, but I just sound dumber every that time, I guess. It is absolutely they are, incredible. These are maniacal people. Just I do love incredible. him admitting that he's never witnessed a family altercation. I, well, I just, I've been told they, get, they can get violent. Th- that is insane <laughs> to me, though. Like, actually game that out. Humans violent? Nah. <laughs> what? Th- that is just insane to me, though, like... That he actively wishes we lived in a society where if someone you loved smoked cigarettes, got lung cancer, went to the doctor and they said, I mean, they won't cover it anyways, but even, you know, even in the best case scenario, they'd be like, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Willfully dumb. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, it's not going to get you. You're right. That's a good point. Like, you're still going to have to fight a horseshoe battle with a bunch of motherfuckers on phone calls while you're dying. <laughs> yeah. They honestly do this with uh, um, what's the organ with this organ replacement if you're can, alcoholic? Can, oh, liver? Yeah, with your liver. You cannot get on a liver list if, you've, if you're an alcoholic. Yeah. You have a history of alcohol. Right. Like, we already live they in a society yeah, they are, that, yeah. penalize, that penalize yeah. just, like, right. No right, one's right, more right. penalized than poor people. Right. <laughs> for just... For just having, or he says, dumb people. Right, he says willfully dumb. Willfully right, right, dumb. Right. What does that even fucking mean? Like, for living in a society that is stressed twenty four seven. People that have been ex- ex- completely bleed you dry. Yeah, of, of, of your you never know like who to fucking, fucking believe or whatever. Yeah. Or a turnip. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, the least we could do is yeah, read this and threaten their lives. <laughs> <laughs> In parody. <laughs> I'd like to put him through a wood <laughs> God damn. Jesus. Well, everybody, that's uh, Brett and Gail. The insane. Conversation, New York Times. Insane. Thank, thank you again. Live from Solomon. The actor's oh, studio. Round of applause. God. Always good working with you, Tom. Yeah, that's always fun. <laughs> Um, well, that about wraps it up for this week's episode. We are a little over an hour. Uh, if you'd like to hear more, go to the Patreon. The good stuff. We're gonna we're going to uh, make a willfully dumb choice and smoke a J. 
and then record record a, a Patreon episode. So if you'd Can't like wait. to go over there, it's uh, it'll be out in a few days after this. Yeah, if you'd like <laughs> to hear me guess more uh, bodily organs because I'm too high to function, we're gonna get Tanya high and make Rally her play. Up. That's that one that. What's that one that if you drink it's bad for it? (laughs) (laughs) Good to have you back, T Ray. Yeah, glad to be back. Welcome back. Um, And happy Trillbilly season, everyone. Happy Trillbilly season. That's right. Go support it by supporting us on Patreon. Yeah. (laughs) Celebrate it. How close are we to 5K? Uh, Well, it's it's five (laughs) steps forward and three steps back. Okay. Well, maybe we shouldn't talk about it anymore. We got two I think people might my my armchair uh, opinion is that people might be over podcast in the sense that maybe we can't find any new audience. Is that are we running out on the golden age of podcasting? We might be. I don't know what would come next. I guess Zoom TikTok? parties. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> we are boomers. <laughs> we are such boomers. <laughs> I don't know. What's next? Um I think it's VR. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody's just going to be in their own headset. I think you're right. All right, anyways. See you out in the, in the E-verse. Yeah, go simulate reality over at Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Trillbilly Workers Party. Sign up, and we'll see you next time. Bye. See you.